Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you were going to competitive eat something, what would you competitive eat and why? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Um, 651-641-1071. Um, I'm, I, I want to take phone calls on this. I'm going to tell you why we're asking. Yeah, why but are you also, asking? we have to stay in food land because I just read something in Kim Kardashian or Kris Jenner's um, cookbook that'll make your eyes roll. Which is? I'm going to share that with you in just a second. But competitive eating wise, the reason we're asking what would you competitive eat and why is because Jason Derulo has challenged The Rock to a hot dog eating contest, a showdown, if you will, on the 4th of July. So this is, of course, after The Rock uh, posted, you know, he loves to post his big cheat meals on his Instagram, The Rock does. And uh, Jason Derulo saw them and was like, oh, well, I'm going to competitive eat hot dogs. You Let's go head to head. Yeah. I just think hot dogs, I, I would never competitive eat hot dogs i also would just like to go on the record as saying i think competitive eating is dumb and it's a judgment and by dumb i don't necessarily mean that i'm judging Mm -hmm. i'm just saying i wouldn't do it because to me i love eating the joy of it. competitive eating doesn't seem a very joyful activity Mm -mm. because you're not eating Mm-mm. You're literally shoving food down your esophagus. Yeah, you're just stuffing yourself. Yeah. So you're not eating and enjoying the experience. Like, I want to, le- I don't want a competitive eat. I want a leisure eat. I want to be a competitive leisure eater. Uh, that I'm in for that. Yeah. Because I want to, like, like, for example, if I, and I was thinking of this question, what are the things that I would actually want to eat a lot of? And I think I would be really good at popcorn. Because yeah. I'm really good at putting away like an entire like movie bucket of popcorn. Mm-hmm. That would in be a, a good sitting. one. And like you get, but it's fun to just like eat the kernels. But I'm not going to be shoving like handfuls in my mouth. You want to do repetitive, not competitive. Okay. What well, yeah, would you re- like to repetitive eat? eat? Yeah. Because I could do chips yeah. for that exact same reason. Other one, ready? Chicken nuggets. Wow. How many chicken nuggets could you eat? I don't know. Do I, 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 how hungry am I? I mean, pizza. I could definitely do pizza. 
Yeah, six five peanut butter M and M's six four one one zero seven one. What what could you competitive competitive eat and why? Well, we got hungry folks. Oh, on the we line. do. Okay, good. I, by the way, before we get to it, can I quickly just tell you this recipe from Chris Jenner's book? And by recipe, you mean assemblipe? Oh, you're gonna die. I mean, I hope you don't. But previous discussion, assemblipe is like you just put stuff in a bowl. Recipe is like you actually make stuff. Go ahead. Robert Kardashian's cream of wheat. Two um, ingredients. Are you ready? Cream of wheat. Ready? Yeah. Milk. One box of cream of wheat. Two teaspoons of sugar or to taste. And then milk to taste. So three. Sorry. Three ingredients. That's not a recipe. It's no. in her cookbook, you guys. All right, let's get back to competitive eating. What would you competitive eat and why? Who's on the line, house? We've got Rick. Hello, Hi, Rick. Rick. Rick, what would you competitive eat and why? You know what? I've been eating potato salad all my life. And I, I, I honestly could eat potato salad three times a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Wow. I think I could do that. I don't do competitive eating, but... I think I could do it. But with if that. somebody plopped a gallon of potato salad down in front of you, is it one particular kind that you would have to eat? Well, I'm kind of partial to the. Uh, I'm from the south, so I'm I'm kind of partial to the mustard uh, mm-hmm. type potato salad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's just something about the taste of that potato salad. I've, I've eaten. A bunch of it in, in at one sitting, and could have eaten more, but there wasn't any. I love that, <laughs> Rick. You know. The competitive potato salad. Eater. I love it. Thank you. Thank Rick. you for your call, I Rick. I will say there's something about Southern potato salad mm. that is that is something to reference an earlier discussion that that I would literally say my grandmother made the best potato salad mm-hmm. because there was something magical about it. Okay, can I just say to that? That like, but I bet that your was it your grandmother's potato mm-hmm. salad. Yeah, she probably followed a recipe and then twisted it to oh, meet yeah, her needs exactly. And then it does like then yes, it becomes her because so it's probably some version of the quantity of something that yeah. made it so much better than other ones, and then that becomes an actual recipe. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Who's next, Colleen? Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Hi, Colleen. Uh, what what could you competitive eat, Colleen? Popsicles. Oh, that's good. What kind of popsicles? <laughs> Pardon? Do you have a favorite kind? Uh, uh, cherry. Cherry. Oh, cherry. I think you said Terry. I was like, what's a Terry <laughs> no, popsicle? That's a really cold person named Terry. No, I like cherry too. Do you have a favorite brand? Because I'm trying to get, I'm trying to wrap my lips around a, a popsicle. No, well, no, so there's a, I don't. I think it's just a popsicle brand, the regular one that has like the, it's the single, not the double popsicle, yep. it's the single yep. stick popsicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just got cherry, grape, and one other, or orange, that's it. Orange, orange, orange cherry, orange. grape, yeah. Those do, are the only flavors that are in the box. And do you have, um, do you have them in your freezer right now? Uh, no. See, my mom would be probably the other, like if I had a tag team, she would be on my tag team because... We can throw down a box of popsicles without a problem. <laughs> I love it. Can I ask, like, really, if we put it to the test right now, how many popsicles do you think you could take down? 
I can eat a whole box without a problem. I love it. Colleen, thanks for your call. Have a great day. Cherry popsicles. I like the strategy in that, too, because it's really mostly just, you know, sugar water. It'll go yeah, right through you. exactly. Uh, who else do we have on the line, Holly? We have Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. If you had to competitive eat something, what would you competitive eat and why? Uh, pizza or tacos. My stomach knows no limit when it comes to those two things. I See, isn't that funny how, like, there are certain things that you know you could eat eternally yep. and not stop? Yeah. Yep. What flavor yep. taco? Like, just a plain old beef taco? Just a plain old beef taco with some cheese, a little bit of sour cream, and some taco sauce. I love it. Thanks for your call, Jeremy. And Holly, who can we give the final word to? You. Nobody? You. Wonderful. <laughs> what are you going to competitive eat? Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Jenner's cream of You're wheat. <laughs> Honestly, I'm still going with chicken nuggets because I just feel like, you know, one bite and then and then you're and then you take it bite by bite. I thought about sushi, but that I have a tendency to get real stuffed with sushi. Yeah. But chicken nuggets feel like nothing. Do you eat a lot of chicken? I guess with kids, huh? I don't really eat a lot of chicken nuggets, but occasionally when there's one left on their plate, I'll grab one and drag it through a little barbecue sauce and call it a day. Um, And there is just a lot of joy in a chicken nugget. I'm here to tell you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're doing a little quarantine lifestyles of the rich and famous. Today we will visit... Demi Lovato's quarantine pad. Ooh, it's so fancy. After this on My Talk 1071. Uh, we have been following the celebrities through their very, very bougie quarantines on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Do I sound okay? All of a sudden, I'm getting weird feedback. You guys hear me okay? You sound great to me. Okay, Brad. good. You just, I just love the way you sound. Um, but uh, today we are going to visit another celebrity in quarantine with a little quarantine lifestyles of the rich and famous. Sprawling living rooms, dream kitchens, perfectly placed props like acoustic guitars, and books they'll never, ever read. This is Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yes. What kind of kitchens does he say? Sprawling? Kitchens? Something kitchens. I always... Sounds like he says... Why you gotta... Who cares? Drain kitchens. I'm sorry. It's taking away from the segment. I I apologize. Demi Lovato spent the weekend in the desert with her BF. And that's boyfriend, Max. Max Eric. Um, And they spared no expense, staying in one of America's most iconic vacation homes, which goes for a cool $2,500 a night. Okay, so if you haven't seen this, and it's called the Invisible House, (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't seen it. I see what you did there. No big deal. It's because it's like a big mirrored shoebox. That's what it looks like um, in the desert. So um, the reflection... Of the surroundings onto, uh, or I should say the reflection coming from the outside of the house renders it not necessarily invisible, but not necessarily very easy to see. Mm -hmm. And it literally is just a big, long-ass shoebox. It's very modern. I mean, it's just a big mirror It looks like a shipping, you know, like a... Yeah, yeah, a shipping shipping container. container, Yeah. Um, It has four... With mirrors. 
Yeah, mirrors on the outside. It's 5,500 square feet. It has a 100-foot-long indoor swimming pool, and it's tucked away in the scorching hot desert. There are four bedrooms, sliding glass doors opening to the great outdoors, offering expansive views of the 90-acre property. Very this romantic. looks amazing. I, okay, so that was my question. So we've been doing this Quarantines of the Rich and Famous experience and showing all sorts of different homes that celebrities are either living in or vacationing in. Is this like a place you would actually want to go? I would want to go there. I would not want to live there. Yeah. Right? Like, that to me is like a two-night give getaway. Yeah. And part of what I like about it, and that's... Okay, so... There's a number of reasons why I feel like now would be the perfect time to stay in a place like this is it's secluded. So you would get away from your own four walls. You could like be one with nature, but also do that from the comfort of air conditioning. Yeah. Which is my favorite way to interact with nature. It's to feel surrounded by nature. Although, can I just say how creepy this would be at night? Right. Okay. So thank you for saying that because that's the second, that's the, that's the piece where I'm like, that would feel kind of scary. Well, because it's nighttime in the desert and there are like monsters or aliens or weird animals that you don't even know about or, like, because you don't know weird what desert animals there are. Alien human animal hybrids that are just like roaming free because there's probably some sort of like atomic bomb testing from the 50s that like rendered some sort of weird combination of DNA that now just hunts humans. After dark. Wow. So you went deep into that. I just, I would be really <laughs> creeped out. Um, I also just think this is not, a, yes, I can appreciate the beauty of it. And yes, if you said, hey, I've reserved this home for you to stay in for a couple nights, of course I would be there. But I will say to me, this is not a place I would seek out for two reasons. One, because of the like weird hybrid alien human animal that mutants that are rolling, roaming <laughs> the, the rocks yeah. and just waiting for you to step outside to have a ciggy or maybe like a pudding cup at like midnight to listen to the nature sounds and then it chews your head off. But <laughs> also, too, it's a little too modern. And sometimes those modern spaces indoors feel really cold. Bless you. Excuse me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't know that I would ever feel like I was able to relax mm. in a space like that. I see what you mean. I mean, Maybe it's a I'm lot wrong. of like cavernous hard surfaces. Yeah. Like lots of concrete, which again, mm -hmm. looks beautiful. But like when you just want to relax, I don't know if I would feel like I could relax in that place. Well, I, to your point too, the middle of the house has that 100 foot swimming pool. Yeah. And but next to that swimming pool is like a living room area. It's I, I see what you mean. Like, I wouldn't know what to do with myself in that space. It would yeah. be loud. Things would be bouncing off the walls. I don't think I could just relax. I'd feel like, do I need to be swimming right now? Um, is there a creepy alien human animal hybrid? That's the other piece like I think about is like I wouldn't want to leave those doors open because a snake might slither on in and then there goes my vacation. Yeah. Um but but like 360 degree beautiful views. That to me I don't know. I I want to go to there. I want to go to there. I Holly, want to visit I bet there. Holly it's in Joshua Tree. You love yourself some Joshua Tree, right, Holly? I'm ready to go. Yep. Pack your bags, girl.
Just kidding. You can't go. No, you can't. We need to keep you here. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we have a name for these dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. You know, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Yes. Where are we going? Oh, thanks for asking. You know where we're going? Where are we going, Brad? Racine. Oh, I never win. Wisconsin, you oh, dingling. Exactly. Racine, Wisconsin. <laughs> Do you know where uh what makes Racine famous? Um what makes Racine famous? Kringle. Now you uh Swedish Kringles? people would say Kringla. Oh Kringle Kringla, yeah. But in Wisconsin we call it because uh, that's what I grew up calling it, Kringle. Mm. And Racine is the home of the Kringle. Which is a Danish pastry. I bet you're racing to get some. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> That's been done. Um, the story is about the Kringle. And Kringle, just if you've never had it before, it is literally one of the most delectable breakfast pastries. Mm. I guess it's an all-day pastry. It looks kind of like a toilet seat. Um, tastes nothing like that. Not that you'd have it to compare it to. Um, I want to tell you about the Racine Kringle. And specifically, this took place at America's Best Value Inn and Suites at 5419 Durand Avenue. And therein we find a gentleman, 47 years old, named Trevor Rogers. And he's from the 5100 block of Emston Hills Road. I love when they give like criminals addresses. Mm. like Right? Or just the block. Yeah. Anyway. He was at the intersection of, <laughs> I love that. On uh, Sunday, an officer had to respond to America's best value in and suites regarding a complaint. Mm. Apparently, dispatch was advised that a guest at the hotel was threatening another guest with a knife. Okay. That's not what you want. That's not a great hospitality experience. Yeah. At the best of value in and suites. Now, um, remember I said this involves Kringle, one of America's yeah. tastiest pastries. Yeah. Which, by the way, I would highly recommend the almond. That's my favorite well, Kringle. Any kind of almond flavoring, right? It just really brings something home. But anyway, it's just it's got that nice little kick. Anyway, <laughs> back to the best value in and sweets. Whereupon, when the officer arrived, he spoke to a victim who said that the Kringle in a hallway. There was Kringle in a hallway, apparently, okay. and that hallway Kringle. That's a thing in Wisconsin. They love their hallway Kringle. <laughs> was for Halo staff and members. I don't know what Halo is, but it must be some kind of organization. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were having like a convention at the hotel. Yeah. 
So the Kringle was in the hallway for Halo staff and members. But um, Mr. Rogers, remember I told you that's the 47-year-old guy with the knife? Not uh, Fred Rogers. No. Okay, everybody's He's no longer neighbor. with us. Did I say Fred? No. Trevor. No, no, no. It's Trevor. his cousin Trevor. No relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Rogers stopped the victim and asked if the hotel had any coffee or cereal. The victim advised him the hotel did not. And don't touch the Kringle, sir, because the Kringle's... Kringle is for Halo. Uh oh. Unfortunately, though, Mr. Tra- Mr. Rogers was very, very hungry, and he became irate, and then began calling the victim expletives, Mm-mm. which, in layman's terms, naughty words. Yeah. So when the victim uh, said, um, "Don't touch the Kringle," don't touch the Kringle, and I'm going to tell the management that you're being na- naughty with your words. <laughs> Mr. Rogers reached into his pocket and pulled out a knife and said, quote, I will cut you. Oh, my gosh. Oliver Kringle. I know. He is no longer, by the way, allowed back at the America Best Inn and Suites mm. and remains in custody at the Racine County Jail on a $200 bond. Now, good news. At the Racine County Jail, mm-hmm. they do provide prisoners with... Kringle. No, they don't. Oh. So he didn't end up getting any Kringle. I think if I were him, I would have just done what what people should do in these situations. Yeah. You're hungry. There's no continental breakfast at the hotel. You just swipe a piece of that Kringle and say, you're with Halo. If they go, also, are you with Halo? I'd be like, yes, I am. Yeah. Thanks I think for the Kringle. The real question is, like, how do I get a job with Halo? They got what all is the Kringle. Halo? I don't know. They sound like angels, though. That's cute. Thank I you. just want Kringle. Um, now, can we go to Vienna? Austria? Mm. Speaking of pastries, okay. I want to tell you about a gentleman that was arrested for aggravating the Austrian capital's police force. Okay. Um, for reasons we can't know. Uh, a gentleman was approached by the city police. Um, and the man, that gentleman that got arrested, was simply sitting on a bench. But it was what happened after he was approached by the city police that is what made him a so, crazy, stupid idiot and got him arrested. So let me get this straight. The guy was sitting on a, bench, on a bench and he was approached by police. Yep. And we don't know if he was doing something wrong in order like for polishing the his silverware. Yeah, like, I feel like that would be the headline. But in any case, the police were there and the man was sitting on the bench. Okay. Um, but then he did something. But then he did something. Did he take his pants off? No, he did, did he not. Did he do No. Oh. Did he pee pee? No. Oh. Um, I'm going to say it in the words of the police. How about that? Uh, in the police report, they explain that this gentleman got up from the park bench looked at the officers, and then, and I quote, this is a direct quote from the police report, let go a massive intestinal wind, apparently with full intent. He farted? In their general direction. Nice. (laughs) With intent. Uh, That seems like you could have done a little better, Holly. The police report also says our colleagues don't like to be farted at so much. They literally said that. Yeah. Although probably in German. There we go. That had a nice German lilt. 
Yeah. But honey, yeah. Yeah. It smelled like sausage. Mm. Just imagine that in a pair of later hosen. Um, <laughs> Those are going to be some later hosen. <laughs> Sooner or later. Any whoosie whatsie, uh, police, uh, the police did arrest him for farting in their general direction. You get arrested in Germany for farting? Apparently. Like, it was because I, I he, appre- no, I'm sorry, he didn't get arrested. He was fined for, quote, offending public decency. Oh my God, you can be ticketed for farting in Austria. In the general direction of the police. But okay? I have a question. So it was forceful and in their direction. How do you do that? Did He turned his butt to the direction I of... Mean, I'm sure it was something like... And no, please, gotta, please. How do you do prove not... intent that it was, you know, it just happens sometimes. Sometimes you have to let it out. Or, and sometimes it just slips, you know? But oh, yeah, the, but what they duck. are saying is that it wasn't like that. It was like it happened. Very forceful. It was forceful like, and intentional. Like, I fart in your general direction. Okay. Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's my story. Um, do you want to do another one? Yeah. Are you sure? Okay, sure. let's go to Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. Um, is Rhode Island an island? No. Okay. I believe it is landlocked. Why do they call it an island? The world may never know. So I want to take you to Club Fantasies Ooh. in Providence. Oh, not just one fantasy. Mm-hmm. No, nope, you many. get all of them. Okay. Now, Club Fantasies, ladies and gentlemen, was given the green light the other day uh, to offer adult entertainment. Yay! And they didn't waste any time. By Thursday of last week, Frank DeLuca, who owns Club Fantasies, said he was ready for performers to once again take their stage. Mm. There's only one problem. The dancers didn't want to go to work. Well, yeah. Because, um, you know, coronavirus. Right. They didn't want to sit on people's laps. But here's the thing. They actually were only going to do outdoor stripping, which I... That doesn't feel legal. Well, I mean, it was on their patio, so presumably it was like surrounded by walls or a big fence or something. They were allowed to do outdoor patio stripping. Um, and apparently one stripper showed up to uh, Club Fantasies, but because the dancers are independent contractors, when they found out they couldn't do side dances... You know what a side dance is? That's like is? a lap dance, Yeah, right? that's where they a sit private on, dancer. They sit dance on your lap. They were like, yeah, we're not coming back to work. Because, of course, they're not going to make any money doing that. Like, They'd rather the collect are. unemployment because I'm sure that they can. And why would you come back to work if you got to, like, you still got to strip for them, like, dudes sitting there on the patio, which just put yourself in that place. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't seem like it's that fun. I can barely sit on a patio without people stripping right now. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Just hope there's a stiff wind. <laughs> that was our last story, actually. Um, But, you know, uh, they're hoping that that one lady will come back. <laughs> there's a lot of guys... <laughs> There's a lot of guys ordering chicken wings um, no. sitting on the patio. Uh, I mean, that's like reading Playboy for the articles. Yeah. There are, it looks like um, the Providence Board of Licenses approved plans for outdoor stripping on Wednesday, which uh, 
that plan was submitted by four clubs, which are usually competitors. Club Desire, the Cadillac Lounge, Club Fantasies, and the Foxy Lady. I got a question. Mm. Is this stripping happening during the day or at night? Oh, good Because I feel like th- those would be two very different experiences. I don't know, but the general manager of the Cadillac Lounge, Dick Shappy, <laughs> said he's bleeding financially at the moment. Oh, that doesn't, that sounds messy. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Dick Shappy, not happy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like you could do something with that all right when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we're gonna play a little game on the show why didn't they just call it dick shappies like i mean a, yeah why did you, like, have to, why you, why did you have to reach like, out outside of yourself and come up with fantasies? Like your name dick shappy you're you in the business do with that you were born to do it <laughs> exactly when we come back we're gonna play the throwback live on my talk 1071 Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.